my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about what to do with those FYIs. For your information, emails, or other such messages people send to you. A few strategies can help you keep the information handy without it clogging up your current workflows. In life, we all receive information that we find valuable but can't do anything with at the moment. We receive these in our personal lives, like a recommendation for a great HVAC guy, but you don't need the system serviced for another six months or so. People definitely receive them at work, and you will receive more the higher up you go in management. People send you information that you don't need to actively respond to, but you will wish to know, or at least you will be held accountable for knowing. The temptation is to think that you will just remember these things, but you won't. Sometimes people create elaborate email filing systems with such FYIs for each different project. But again, if you never look at these files, then the information may as well not exist. But there are a few things you can do to keep such material from slipping through your fingers. Well, that is, if you don't want it to slip through your fingers. Some FYI stuff isn't really useful information. If that's the case, go ahead and delete it. It will be okay. If you do decide to keep it, you can just leave it in your inbox. I personally don't delete FYI emails that I find interesting, nor do I file them. Email search engines are pretty good now. So if you know the name of the person and the topic, your search engine will likely be able to find it. Sometimes you don't even need to remember the sender. I know some people think that sounds terrible because they want to get to inbox zero, which I personally don't care about. But if a pristine inbox is, for some reason, a point of pride for you, then you can create an archive file with all of these FYI sorts of notes. Then you need somewhere else to nudge you to remember the information's existence when you are going to need it. This requires one more active step, but this step makes the process more efficient. So, When you receive an FYI that you actually think is going to be useful, 
Take your best guess as to when you are going to want to know this information. As we talked about in a recent episode, you can send a reminder to future you. If you want to go through that list of a dozen pumpkin patches that a neighbor sent you, you can put a note to yourself on your calendar on, let's say, an October Friday of next year with the neighbor's name and pumpkins. Ideally, this will nudge you to search the name in the word pumpkin and you will get to the list. Why Friday? Well, this is when I do my weekly planning. So I'm already in the mood for thinking about what I'd like to do with my time. It is highly likely that in October, I would be interested in pumpkin options. In July, not so much. For work FYIs, you might attach some note to any upcoming meetings for that team or project. So if someone sends you ideas that are being batted around for pitching a client, the next time that team meets, you'll see the note, and you can review the FYI as part of your meeting preparation. If it's a note about something you'd like to remember at, let's say, annual review time, you can put a note on a weekly planning time a few weeks before those reviews so you will see it and go looking for the information. Now, of course, the more complicated FYIs are stuff for which there is no obvious time. The first question is, are you sure you care? I used to save things like the names of good bottles of wine. Then I realized there are a lot of wine recommendations in this world. I'm better off just choosing something I always buy for people and leaving it at that. But if you think you will care, then make what productivity guru David Allen calls a someday maybe type list with a few notes about this thing. Maybe it's the name of an excellent hotel in Paris and you would like to go to Paris someday. But you know what? It probably isn't happening this year. Just keep a running list somewhere with all this stuff and then make a time to review it occasionally. It really doesn't need to be frequent. Most of the stuff that goes in here won't be terribly time-specific anyway. So it could be once a month or so. Ideally, in 10 minutes or less, you could quickly scan through the whole list. If something does leap out as being something you'd like to actively put in your life, Hopefully you have enough info in that little note to go back into your inbox or your email archive and search for it. My guess is that a lot of the stuff in that file won't really leap to the top, in which case you can just cross it off or delete it and stop worrying about it. But if it does, that little extra note will nudge things back to the top of your brain. So FYI actually becomes information you can use. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. 
You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.